Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today I'm super excited to share a listener question with you about why she keeps ending up in these three-month casual relationships. So we dig into some of the decisions that can lead us there and how to get out and actually create an exclusive relationship. Before we get into that, I want to let you know that the waitlist for coaching is now open again. So we're going to get started with the next coaching program in July, where I teach you how to go from dating to exclusive. Dating is a skill that you can learn, and whatever results you have in dating right now are just a reflection of your past mindset and actions. So sometimes we can get really caught up in that and feel like, We just don't know what we're doing or how to get to where we want. And it's really just about learning to tweak your mindset and your energy around dating and also the way that you show up in dating and the dynamics of dating so that you can create a different result. So that's what I'll help you do over the four months. And you can learn more and get on the wait list now so that you can secure your spot for when we open in June. All right, let's get into the episode. Alrighty, so how can I help you today? Firstly, this is so exciting. (laughs) I've listened to all of your podcasts. Um, I'm a huge fan. So um, yeah, so I just need some help. I I feel like I'm rubbish at the dating scene. (laughs) I have, uh, the, the last time I had a boyfriend was about seven years ago and I have been on and off dating apps for a number of years now. And I always seem to kind of get to seeing someone and it gets around three months and then we decide to go our separate ways because they often don't really want to continue or that I always feel like they're holding me at arm's length and always say, oh, I really enjoy your company, but I'm just not sure what I'm after. And yeah, I just, I always seem to get to this point with dating people where we're just not on the same page and it seems like we are and then when we finally get to talk about it we're not Mm -hmm. so I was seeing this guy recently and again the same thing happened and so I'm probably going to end that one soon but before I get back out there again I just want some advice because I I feel like I may be doing something wrong and I don't know what it is okay and so that makes me curious about the path that we take in dating. So um, I'm not sure if you've seen my metaphor of like relationship peak versus casual way. Um, but basically, there are kind of two paths we can follow in dating. One leads to a more casual connection or something that doesn't really like take root and grow and other decisions while challenging in the beginning, do tend to help us create more of a serious relationship um, Mm. overall with people. Um, So let's just go through some of those key factors and decisions that can play a role in things in general turning out more casual rather than serious. Okay. Um, So the first one is uh, sex and the timing around sex so what is your typical protocol in dating with that (laughs) um I know it's not that I have like a certain time or date but it's normally within 
I don't know, four, five dates, sometimes three, which I used to think, weirdly enough, was like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. That's that's being really good. When I was speaking about it with a few other people, and they were like, that's not waiting. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Okay, well, we're going to log that information and come back to it. <laughs> Um, the second decision is around um, speaking up in general. So that means if something isn't sitting right, that you do speak up about it. It means asking for exclusivity when you're ready for it. And it also means sharing who you are freely. So your true opinions and not being like overly agreeable or just going with things that aren't comfortable or that you don't agree with. Um, how do you, how do you think that you show up in that regard? Yeah. Um, I think it takes me a long time to speak up about something if I'm not happy about a, a way that we're, um, showing up with each other. Like, for example, it took me three months to say to the guy that I was seeing that I feel like our communication isn't there and it would be really great if he could, you know, maybe message more, we could see each other more, just so we can kind of build that connection. Um, and I just wish that I said that at the beginning, because it took me so long to finally say that. And I just feel like his response wasn't kind of what I was after. Um, I don't think we're aligned on communication. So yeah, I probably should have spoken up about that sooner. And in terms of sharing my opinions on things, I, I'm definitely, I would say, like opinionated, but I wouldn't go as far as saying I'm opinionated to make somebody else feel uncomfortable. If I feel like it might make them feel uncomfortable, I might hold back. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, okay, so another thing that stands out to me there is three months. So. Yeah. Does that mean that you date somebody for three months without asking for exclusivity, defining the connection, um, yeah. any of that? Okay. So you're diagnosed. <laughs> <laughs> so let me explain it to you. Um, so uh, the first thing is with sex, it does not matter whether it's the first date or the 10th date or the 100th date. Um, actually, what's just more important is that you have the exclusivity conversation first. So yeah. with some people um, already after two dates are like, yeah, you know what? We like each other. Let's just see how this goes. We're not going to date other people. And then within two dates, you can have sex at any point that mm -hmm. feels comfortable for you that you're ready for. So it's not about like holding it out for any period of time. It's more about having the container in your relationship around sex. Mm. That's important because especially with what you shared around um, dating somebody for three months or longer or shorter, when we don't have the exclusivity conversation and we're having sex on a regular basis, those two things usually snowball into basically being in a relationship without the container of a relationship. Yeah. And that will pretty much always fizzle out. Um, yeah. and so a lot of us think, oh, well, if I show him how awesome it is to be in a relationship with me by 
having sex all the time and seeing each other all the time and hanging out with friends and being available and like being this awesome girlfriend, mm-hmm. then naturally want to take the next step and be my boyfriend. But usually that doesn't work that way because once um, we're basically already in a relationship, then we lose our motivation to do an uncomfortable thing to create the relationship. So the uncomfortable thing would be like cutting off other options or commitment or having that courageous conversation to ask to be exclusive. We're less inclined to do that when we've already experienced all of the rewards of doing those three things. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How how do you not scare somebody away, I guess, by the second or third date by asking for exclusivity? Yeah. And, so, yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'm very interested in your choice of words. Scaring <laughs> <Right? laughs> yeah. one away. And it I think that's probably the biggest reason why we don't speak up and we don't ask for exclusivity is we care more about their feelings than we care about ours. So you you would rather go along with something that's uncomfortable for you for months than have a conversation that could potentially make them uncomfortable. So just noting that. um, So when we're asking for exclusivity, it's not that we are, we're not like... um, we, it's not about the second or third date. So it's like, okay, with third date now, I want to be exclusive. It's about the five elements being present as yeah. far as see. So um, where there's attraction, it's fun hanging out with this person. Um, they respect me and are showing up for the connection and care about my feelings in this connection. We generally have the same vision and values and I can tell that they are a growth oriented person. So those are the five things. As soon as we can see those five things um, and as soon as we feel ready to be exclusive, like we want to be exclusive, then usually in that circumstance, it's not going to scare them away because they're already showing up for the connection. You have a great connection and it makes sense that you're asking for exclusivity. Usually when we're scaring someone away, it's more that... Um, we're asking for exclusivity where maybe they don't deserve it yet. (laughs) So they're not showing up for the connection. They're not a good match. And then we're asking for exclusivity and then they get kind of weirded out by that. Um, Or it could be something that has nothing to do with you, which is just like their basic fear of commitment. Um, And so usually that, like if it's a good connection, even that would usually be overcome. So, yeah, it's not about the number of dates you go on. It's about what the qualities of that person and of your connection, how they're showing up to the connection, which makes sense for you to ask for exclusivity. Those decisions, like there might be people that you could be a good match with, but if we're showing up in a way that's geared towards a casual relationship, then we're not going to create what we want, even if we meet, if we match with 100 people a day um so i think that changing those habits will make a big difference for when you do meet people that you connect with okay that makes sense thank you it's been really helpful